It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Just after 1 o'clock, 1.05 is the time here at KSL News Radio. Today kicks off a week of uh, conventioning. The Democrats are, are getting together, kind of, uh, and they are holding their nominating convention. The week will be made up of some uh, procedural stuff, and in the evenings, prime time, uh, we'll be hearing from a long list of uh, speakers each evening. Some of them, uh, you might have to Google them, uh, some of them you certainly know. Today, uh, we'll hear from people like Senator Amy Klobuchar, uh, Governor Cuomo of New York, Jim Clyburn, uh, Doug Jones will be there, uh, Bernie Sanders will be the penultimate speaker, and then wrapping up the night will be First Lady, former First Lady, that is, Michelle Obama. Were you impressed by that word, penultimate? Yeah, it means second to last. Yeah, you're welcome. That's just a little fun fact uh, uh, brought to you courtesy of the Lee Lonsberry Show here. Live Mike, I'm sorry, that's what it's called. <laughs> I haven't been around long enough for them to put my name on top. I'll get there someday. Uh, but tonight, it will be so different than uh, what you have been exposed to in the past. I Luckily, uh, due to my, my little career, if you call it that much, uh, I've been just kind of Forrest Gump in my way through life so far, and uh, a part of those adventures have included attending a number of uh, political conventions. And there is a spirit, regardless of the party, uh, there is a spirit present at these conventions, and it is all due uh, to people coming together. All right, people coming together who uh, share attitudes and ideas and philosophies uh, and desires and objectives and goals. And when you're when you're face to face with someone and you are working together towards some sort of common goal, there is a spirit and electricity, an intangible thing. Uh, but that's all absent now. That will not be a part uh, of of this convention this week for the Democrats and upcoming uh, later on when the Republicans get together. Uh, because, uh, well, you know, the COVID-19 pandemic. <laughs> and so uh, there's some challenges there. Uh, in fact, real quickly, here is, is a brief description of uh, what things will be like from ABC political director Rick Klein. It's going to be weird, to my mind, weirder than even watching sports in the age of COVID-19, not to have any reaction, any of the sights and sounds, the funny hats, the balloons, the streamers, the pyrotechnics that can happen. All of that is out because we're in this new virtual world. So it's really going to be on the speakers to, to keep to these tighter time frames, deliver those messages as, as quickly as they can and as compelling a fashion as they can. But, but frankly, no one really knows what to expect because this never happened before. Uh, joining me now to break this all down, have a chat about things, because he's a smart guy on all things politics and otherwise, is Boyd Matheson. Uh, joins me. Wait, Bo Bo Boyd, over here. Hey, hey no, no, I, can no, see, I can see you. Look, look <laughs> over here, Boyd. Uh, I, I know the Jazz are playing on the other monitor, but uh, we've got to talk politics for a few moments. Just for a minute. It, yeah, it's all for, politics, man. Just for a minute. Uh, Rick Klein there, ABC political director, he says uh, it's unknown uh, what, uh, what we should even expect tonight. What do you expect this week and tonight specifically? Yeah, I think it's a real challenge. You know, it used to be uh, you, you mentioned the dynamics of the, of the big crowds and everybody coming together. Uh, there was also this idea that, you know, somebody just might go off prompter. 
factor. I mean, somebody may just go, you know, you, you had the Clint Eastwood moment. You, you never knew if, you know, someone like. <laughs> no, 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 boy, we don't, we don't talk about that one. We, we forget about that chair and the, the empty chair, chair forget the whole that thing. One. That didn't yeah. happen. So, but there is no chance for any of that because most of these speeches are actually pre-recorded. Uh, so no one can even go off prompter. Because they're they're gonna do them, they'll redo them if they have to, uh, and so I think it's gonna be really hard. I think the hardest thing is is going to be to deliver the political lines. It used to be these were easy speeches to give because all you had to do was complain about the other party, crack a joke about the other party's leaders, uh, instant applause line, all the red meat stuff. Uh, now, if that's all you do, one, you're gonna lose the audience immediately. Nobody is hanging around uh, to watch that in prime time. Uh, but the other problem is if you don't really start to make a case of what you're for, everybody's tuning out because they know what you're against. It, it's going to be, can you articulate the vision of what you're for? And I think that's a test for the Democrats starting tonight. I think it's a big test for the Republicans next Monday. Is this an opportunity for a more profound presentation uh, of position and attitude? It should be. Uh, this should be the ultimate opportunity. And uh, we were talking earlier today that uh, I think the, the phrase you're going to hear the most, here's my prediction for the week. The phrase you're going to hear the most, this is a battle for the heart and soul of America. You're going to hear that from Joe Biden. You're going to hear it from Senator Harris. You're going to hear it from a, a lot of the other speakers as they parade on through. Uh, and I think that's they're actually missing a few things there because then they're going to turn around and they're going to attack President Trump on his tweets and his attitude and his bullying and all of those other things. Uh, and the reality is the heart and soul of America is not in Washington, D.C., and it's not in the White House. And if they're making that case, that is not going to ring true to the American people because they know where the heart and soul of America is. It's not in Washington, D.C. It's in communities like ours. 100%. I have a, a prediction, and this prediction carries with it a, a warning, a warning specifically to those listening and wherever you might find yourself. If you're, if you're a drinker, uh, I would advise... <laughs> I would advise against any drinking games that require you to take a shot each time you hear the post office mentioned during this DNC convention. That's the medics, right. I predict, will be pumping your stomach before the sun sets this evening if that's your game. Uh, what do you think? You, you think the post office will be a theme here th throughout the week? Yeah, post office is going to be there. Uh, voting rights is going to be there. You're going to have, you know, you're going to have all kinds of moments like that. Uh, and again, I think the test for the Democrats is can they pivot away from being against President Trump? We get that. I think, I think the whole country knows what they're against. Can they articulate the vision of what they're for? And if they can't do that, this is going to be tough because a lot of those usual applause lines are going to be very flat to right. somebody who's talking to a camera. Exactly right. What do you do? You insert your own dramatic pause. <laughs> is there is there anyone who uh, is there anyone who you think might be most inclined uh, to to seize this opportunity to understand that this cannot be a one hundred percent Trump attack game and rather a, a presentation, a deliberate presentation, a smart, profound presentation of democratic ideals. Uh, that's a grand question. Um, I don't know who I'm looking through I, this actually, list and I don't see I don't see the, the name. The one who could probably do it. Is Michelle Obama? I don't think she will do it, but she could do it. She actually does that incredibly well, uh, and I, I think she could lift that. And, and it would be a great thing for the party for that to be the capstone of the first evening. Uh, if she can go there, that's a good day for the Democrats. If she just swings, I mean, remember, remember her last convention speech. She talked. When they go low, we go high. She talked about an elevated idea and what we need to be talking about as Democrats. Uh, and so I think if she goes there, it will be a very, very good night for the Democrats. If she doesn't, if she swings low on this thing as well, uh, that sets a bad tone and a bad precedent for the next four days. 
Yeah, 100%. What will you be watching for uh, this evening and as the week goes forward? You know I love a good political speech. <laughs> and oh, I, yeah. You want, you want a chapter in some book down the road. I, I, you I want, want the transcript of something that takes place either tonight or later on this week. That's right. Uh, to be some profile in courage uh, that exemplifies all the great ideals that, uh, that we hold as Americans. That's Did I get right. that right? That's right. I, I want someone to just lay that out there in an interesting way. Obviously, a lot of eyes are on, are on John Kasich and what he will do as a Republican speaking to Democrats, uh, which will be really interesting. Uh, not unprecedented. It's well, let me ask you this. W- w- which cabinet position is he after in a Biden presidency? <laughs> uh, I think he is probably, uh, I don't know. I don't think he goes up that high. I mean, I, he maybe, uh, I don't, man, I don't even know where you would fit him in there. Maybe the post office. I think that's going to be a oh. pretty popular one to, to yeah, go sure. after. <laughs> Anyone can do that he, these days, right? He, he can fix that. Now, he will talk to principal, which will be interesting uh, to see how he gets there and then what he does in terms of contrasting President Trump to what he's trying to say. Uh, Again, really interesting. But again, I don't think, remember, the people that have to be swayed are the middle folks. It's that movable middle, 21%. Again, they're either registered Democrats or uh, registered Republicans, not independents. Those are the folks who are going to decide who wins on that first Tuesday in November. Uh, And those people, the only thing that will engage them, you got to talk about community, compassion, self-reliance and opportunity. I know that's not on the list for very many of those speakers you're going to hear. I guarantee you Ocasio-Cortez is not going to talk about community, compassion, (laughs) self-reliance and opportunity. Uh, But those are the issues. And regardless of what all the national polls say, that movable middle is interested in those topics and whichever party gets to those articulates those and invites people and inspires people to become part of solutions in those spaces, that's where this election is going to turn. Outstanding. Boyd Matheson, thank you so much. Oh, one last question. Were you impressed earlier by my use of the word penultimate? It was beautiful. Pretty good, huh? Uh, yeah, I even had to do a quick Google check to make sure you did it right. But you uh, you nailed work. it, and uh, the Jazz are ahead by three. Very good. Well, I'll, I'll let you get back to I'll let you get back to the, the, the real focal point of your day. Boyd Matheson, Thanks, host Lee. of Inside Sources, uh, opinion editor of the Deseret News, smart man, expert on all things politics, and otherwise. Speaking of politics, we're going to take a step away. I'm going to give you a chance to catch your breath. All right, we're going to walk away from that for a time. When we come back, we'll be joined by KSL News Radio's Mary Richards, who spent her morning uh, in the Murray School District looking at how things are being handled, how the kids are doing, how the teachers are doing, and how we together uh, in the classroom now are doing in our fight against the coronavirus. That's up next, Mary Richards on KSL News Radio.